Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Nakamegado, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two scholars open a pack of 95, 96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter. And with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, the Sarunus skipper, the raging Cajun, the Barkley beggar, the wandering minstrel, fathead number two, a real pain in the neck, the mixer, and the former point guard of the Leicester Raiders. Riders? Raiders. Uh, the- Mr. Ian Rudd! Thank you. Nice to see you, Peter. Hey, um, buddy. Yeah, uh, there's so much wrong with that sentence. Wait, you, I could... you played for the, the Leicester Riders. N- I briefly played on their junior team. The starting point guard of the Leicester Riders. They briefly had an under-20s team, which I under-18... No, yeah, under... I don't know, it was a long time ago. Well... You, did you say Leicester the first time? No, I said Leicester the first time, Leicester. but I want you to know I know it's Leicester. Okay. Uh, we are in the midst of a massive typhoon. Might be a bit noisy. If you can hear the rain in the background, hopefully not. These Nothing are... will deter us from this week's episode. Nope. And you, brought, you brought your umbrella too. I, I did. If I have to kick you out early, <laughs> yeah. if you annoy me, if you if you draft... Scotty Pippen or Yeah, Carl exactly. Malone. If you get Gary Payton or Scotty Pippen or anyone of note, good to know you've got an umbrella. Hit the bricks. Yep. Well, this is incredible. We're in week 11, mm. which this is the final two weeks of the regular season, so to speak, Dear before God. we go right into the championship. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous. We're in uncharted waters, but I feel I have the upper hand here. Oh, my God. Did, were you not here last week? Oh, I was here, baby. I were don't care here? about who when, you got. When the dream shakes coming I your way. wasn't fooled. Dikembe stood his ground and blocked him. Okay, we'll see. We'll oh, see. the Kansas blockers are feeling great. But uh, before we jump into the packs, uh, there's a couple of things we want to go over. Mm. Um, this is a fantasy basketball podcast. So can you tell me the rules really quick in case somebody doesn't know? Okay, I'm going to keep it short. Okay. So we have a box of 25-year-old basketball cards. Each week we open packs and we talk about the players within them. We're then going to pick a player each. So after 12 weeks, we have our final teams. Week 11, so only one more, wow, two more weeks to go. That's it, wow. final two. There's so, three big rules. Number one, a player cannot be drafted more than once. So all the players on my team at the moment, you cannot take them and vice versa. Secondly, we need to fill positions. We need a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, a center, times two, because we've got a bench as well. And we've got two wild cards, which can be anything. Finally, we are judging the players based on their all-time accomplishments. Thank fuck for that, because <laughs> I've got I've got Charlotte Hornets Robert Parrish. Well, I mean... It, that would be a disaster. He'd be in his 19th year in the league. He's probably sitting at like the end of the bench. He's a, a locker room hero at I this I didn't even point. know he played for the Hornets, to be honest. Yeah, I remember. I think I he didn't. was at the Bulls at the end, but I, I don't remember him at the Hornets. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we're judging them on their all-time. All-time. We're, we're including all the All-Star games, all the accolades, everything they've done. Mm. So with, with that in mind... Yeah. Can, can we I, go over the teams? Or? Well, I was going to say, can, I, I'd like to know... Who is currently on your team and what you're looking for this week? Here we go. Okay. In front of us. Very quickly, I'm just going to go over your current starting five. Okay. And then your bench. <laughs> Do the same for me. By all means. I like to insult your team as we're going through it. So. Okay. Uh, so, not a bad looking team, to be honest with you. I'm a little bit... Uh, point guard, Jason Kidd. Shooting guard, Clyde Drexler. Small forward, Dan Marley. Power forward, Charles Barkley. Center, Shaquille O'Neal. 
It's not bad. This it's is amazing. Then we come to the bench. Okay. Reserve point guard, you don't have one. That is a concern. Uh, reserve shooting guard, Michael Finley, is that also a concern? No, I'm 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 really pleased with that. <laughs> I'm a little upset. He could be he could be a wild card, and I can move Dan Marley in there. He's a good player. He's, He's great. Good. I, I like think him. we've let's be honest though, we've been a bit spoiled. Let's oh be my honest. god, yeah. These teams could be drastically different. Knowing what we know now, <laughs> how stupid we were weeks like three through eight, where we were like, this is great, Jordan, Shaq, Miller. Yeah, so, um, well, still two more weeks for it to go downhill. So for you? Um, who else you got? You got Detlef Schrempf. Yep. Sean Kemp on the bench. That's a, you, that shows how strong your power forwards are. Right. No backup centre at this moment. I do have one. It's Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, Christ, yeah, sorry. It's, a, it's okay, it was last week. Put him out of my mind. Uh, and then you have a one wild card, Vin Baker. So that means this week, you well, over the next two weeks, you definitely need a backup point guard. I do. And you've got a, a wild card, so it can be anything. Yeah, I, I think I'd prefer to fill in uh, the small forward position with a little more depth. I feel like that's the, the, the position everybody's chasing right now. And by everybody, there's only two of us. Yeah, well, uh, my... I've only got one, and that's Dennis Scott, so it's definitely well, someone that needs attention for me. Well, here's what you've got. I'm the okay. Ian's Essex Jammers. Mm-hmm. I'll go through your starting five, mm-hmm. uh, which it's interesting. You've actually you updated this. So, okay, I got it now. Just to clarify, we are looking at the website right now as we read this. We are. Uh, you've got Joe Dumars running the point. Maybe Tim Hardaway, still thinking about it. They're, yeah. they're, they're both in camp together. They're both going at it every day. And so, <laughs> you know. so Joe I'm- Dumars running the point. I think that's where you're going to go with it. I think the shooting guard's kind of up for grabs. You've got MJ now, but uh, I feel Reggie Miller's charging fast. Then in small forward, you've got Dennis Scott, and there's no reserve. I'm I'm in trouble, folks. (laughs) Now, power forward, you've had a very, very successful past two weeks. Well, three three weeks. weeks. Three weeks ago, I had no one. And you had Chris Webber. Then I got Chris Webber and KG. And then Kevin Garnett, the big ticket. And then uh, your center, I guess you're starting Hakeem Olajuwon Absolutely. over Robert Parrish. Absolutely. And uh, your wild card is Vlade Divac. In, um, yeah, a bit of international flair. Yeah, so you're, you're missing a reserve uh, small forward, and you also have a reserve wild card space for your flexibility. Pat on the back for both of us, I think, because we still have a wild space open, a wild card space open. Can you imagine these last two weeks needing? Because that's the thing, if you don't fill a position, when we actually come to judge who has the better team, that's going to be a blank spot. Yeah, I think we have to put. Somebody... We have to be strict. You, yeah, we no, said no, from no, the no, beginning, totally you agree. need totally you need agree. the positions. And just to clarify, sorry, I didn't say it a minute ago. The way we're judging these teams is we're going to talk about them. We're going to you know put it to the vote. We're going to see what people think. We're going to you know just try to come to some kind of conclusion who has the overall better better team. But realistically. That's never going to be resolved, is it? <laughs> no, so of course not. we're going to play a video game simulation. We're going to put the two teams in there. We're going to do a best of seven series and uh, simulate full-length games. You've been doing a bit of research on that, Pete. A little bit of I research. Think, but I feel yeah. like I feel like you've really broke some. We've, we've broken ground this week. This is it. I'm I'm happy to announce I've got it. It's done. It's we- NBA Live 2001. Yeah. For the PlayStation. This is a unique game because it's the only video game I found mm. that has Reggie Miller, yeah. Charles Barkley, and MJ. In the same game. Well, Reggie Miller and Charles Barkley famously don't give their licenses. Uh, I think Charles Barkley won't do it, and they don't give it to NBA 2K, which is the biggest, obviously, basketball franchise at the moment, video games. And Barkley won't give his likeness, won't let them use it until they donate a million dollars to like the 
players association or some uh, affiliated some, association so they they won't they're, they're, cool, they're at a standoff well even even as uh, <laughs> well, oh, before we say it's got i don't know if it's a charity it might just be his bank yeah account. it might be like you know i'll do it for a million dollars but like even nba live 02 or yeah. 2000 doesn't have barkley well do you know what's funny you sent me a video in the week of, um, because we've been saying for a, a while now we're going to do it on the SNES yes. uh, NBA Live, I guess. Mm. And they always say, just because it'll be fun, nostalgic. You sent me a clip of it in the week. Oh, God. And you said, I think it might be broken. The clip you sent me was Michael Jordan getting the ball, yeah. dribbling on the spot at the three-point line for about 21 seconds. Yes. <laughs> no one else moving. No. And then he shot up a three. And I thought, okay, end of the game. There was still nine minutes to go yeah. in the first quarter. <laughs> Well, it was even worse, actually, uh, because Tony Kukoc was kind enough to come up and, and set a screen for him, presumably. And Jeff Hornacek, who was guarding him, was kind enough to then walk behind the Kukoc. And then Jordan still just hoisted a 32 It was footer. the worst thing I've ever seen. That, so, yeah, that would was, be horrible. It was really bad. And so uh, the good news is this. I got all the players. I can adjust their stats. I had to hack the file legally using GameShark. And I can set their stats to the perfect all-time levels. Okay, so and it, the game looks pretty decent too. It's good, considering yeah. it's nearly twenty years old. One problem is that MJ is immovable from the roster unless you beat him one-on-one -on -one in a special game mode. Have you done that yet? I tried six times, <laughs> and he's beaten me easily every time. Well, you got two weeks. I think I'll stream that. I'll just okay. stream my trials and tribulations. And one question: uh, You mentioned Reggie Miller's involved. He is. He's in the game. And. Interestingly, you also told me in the week that Clyde Drexler's not. That's right. Drexler wasn't because he didn't make the all-90s team, which is total interesting. bullshit. So, yeah, so they, so they put Miller ahead of Drexler. Interesting. interesting. I think because they they they're like, oh, Miller was probably like, I'll put my name in your game if you put so the all-90s team. So what you're saying is Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller are conclusively the best to shooting guards of all time? I think they're conclusively on your shitty team. <laughs> that's for sure. But I do not agree that they are the best of all time. That'll be... Decided by fate. Okay, but we've, right. we've made progress. That's the main thing. Yeah, so the, the game is set, and if... Uh, NBA, one more time. NBA... Live 2001 on the PlayStation. On the original PlayStation. Kevin okay. Garnett's on the cover. I'm a little worried. One of the simulations, he had 62 points. Not, you, uh, not, this clip, is an all-star game. The but. clip you sent me of it, it looked really good, but I watched for about three minutes, and there were like six alley-oops. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's 90s basketball. <laughs> okay, so, fair enough. Fair um, what did you learn last week? Uh, before we jump right into these packs, uh, mine was that I have to beat Michael Jordan. Okay. That's going to be brutal for me. Okay. Did you learn anything, or are you good? I learn uh, I'm related to Austin Rivers. Wow. Is he going to be a guest on the pod? Nah. We don't talk. Why not? And he died several decades ago. Okay, so not the Austin Rivers who's currently on the NBA. And Austin slice. Rivers. Oh, well, that'll count. The Rudd Rivers well, connection. Whether his, or not his dad was named Doc remains <laughs> to be researched. But no, my mum wrote to me after she heard us talking about Austin Rivers. And uh, apparently, my my dad's cousin's dad. What'd that be? <laughs> okay. Somewhere in yeah. the Rudd clan, um, <laughs> uh, and he was a singer. And his stage name was Austin Rivers. And she sent me a photo. It must have been, I'm guessing, from the I don't know, forties, thirties, something like that, of him with Austin Rivers written underneath. Well, can we so. put an icon of the forties on the Instagram, please? <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. Uh, my mom also messaged me about the pod, and I, I'm not convinced she's listening. She goes, I love your baseball pod. Well, I, well thanks, Mom. Did she subscribe to the uh, Instagram? She did, well, and she likes go. all of the things. There we go. I, I'm not sure she knows what basketball is yet, but I'm happy she's listening. <laughs> me too. There are only two fans that we're sure are every week checking it out. All right. 
Gonna... I think I'm ready, man. Well, I was just going to say one other thing. Um, not to put a downer on it, but it's been a sad week for basketball. Uh, Uncle Cliffy. Uncle Cliffy. Well, you, you, you told me that Glenn Robinson had died. No, that was... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean, I'm not making light of Clifford Robinson's death. But yeah, Clifford Robinson... A guy who's we've talked about, who we've talked about on the show. I think he came up once as an insert in the early days. Yeah, he was a professor dunk or a fun fact. I can't really remember. But it's a good question. Yeah, we'd have to look him up. But he's a player that we said we hope he does come up because he'd be a great addition to either team. Um, Passed but, away quite yeah. young, fifty three, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, John Thompson. John Thompson, Georgetown one of the legend. one of the absolutely up there with your with your. Bob Knights, your Dean Smiths, your Larry John Brown. Woodens, yeah, yeah, he, an absolute legend of the NCAA. Oh man, absolutely, absolutely. You know, famously brought to Kimbi Matomba to, yeah. to the Saints, you know, mentored a young Allen Iverson. What, what? An that's absolute right. That's legend. right. He did yeah. play for, and like, it's cool because, like, of course, the Michigan Wolverines, the Fab Five, everyone remembers them, and everyone knows the Duke and the, the North Carolinas. Man. In case you're like young and you or you didn't follow college basketball, Georgetown he put them on the map and they were so much fun to watch. Oh yeah, no, I mean '90s, 2000s Georgetown that that was one of the most desired colleges to play for. Absolutely, without a doubt, and it's by and large due to him. You're also it's how cool is it when you're known like when when there's a, a very certain thing the way you wear something away and and it gets. It's absolutely synonymous with him coaching with a towel over your oh, shoulder. Yeah. That's absolutely that's that's, that's, that's the him. best. Yeah. So, uh, can you think of anything even remote? I know that there was a uh, like Wally Massimino or something had the crazy jackets. I don't know if it's Wally's his name, but he like v- Craig Sager had Craig the crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to reach that level. Exactly. Of, it's like, like when iconic. You, it's so iconic when you because no other coach will be able to do that now because. They'll it's well it, they could but it's always going to be linked to John Thompson. Yep. So um, yeah, well, sad week for basketball. But um, but uh, I think yeah. um, let's do this proud. Let's let's open some packs. Let's have some fun. Let's continue the legacy. Just before I do, okay. Small forwards. Who are you taking? If you could pick anyone, Scotty. It's got to be Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. I would say must be the most in demand player that we've ever had. A player that we're both going for. We've never had that before. Well, we? I would say Jordan was the original. We were both secretly jockeying. But I mean, now that okay, now that the chips are on the table, yeah, yeah it's either I, I want Peyton and I want Pippen, and if they're in the same pack, God save me. How mm. terrible would that be? To the packs! That's an interesting... Uh, don't touch those yet until you okay. junk in. Sideshow, good, junk in. Boy, oh God, I, I think lost. I'm, I think I'm... I think I've won the last few, haven't I? And did I back tell you game. my... Uh, I decided that I'm going to go back through all the episodes. I'm going to see who's won the most of the Junkins. Whoever has I won... I can tell you right now. It's you. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but whoever wins the most officially gets to be the home team of the oh. the, the seven-game series. Okay. All right. You, you got your pack? Yep. Don't open it because that's mine. I got to open it. I want this guy right here. Trick card. All right. So you open it first, or you want? I mean, do you want me to open first, or do you uh, want no, to? No, I'll read yours first. I, so I like I like, I like to uh, switch it up each week. Uh, you raise a good point, actually. If um, I wonder, like for example, now if because uh, I need a sh- I need a small forward, you need a point guard. I'm wondering, there's two weeks to go. We get to pick from ten cards each week. Now, in this week's pack, if I was to get a meh, an okay small forward. Like, uh, I don't know, if I get a Cedric Sabalos again or someone sure. who... And I get a Gary Payton in the same pack. Ooh, yeah. Do I go all out on the wild card and risk next week and not getting a small forward at all? Or do I play it safe? We will see. That's what... Yeah, that's why we play the game. So, 
With much anticipation, I'm ready for my first card. Now, remember, I need a point guard, so don't screw this up for me. You've got a forward center. Cool. Who we got? Antonio Davis. Antonio Davis. You recognize him? Let me take a look. Show you a picture there. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Played for the... uh, What was his nickname? He's not... uh... Oh, God. The stat on the card. I just want to get his nickname. I know he had a nickname. Can I tell you the stat? Yep. Okay, ready? This isn't even... This is my guy. Should I read out the card? (laughs) No. Confuse people. You reading out Go ahead. It's really depressing. Okay, so... Don't even read it. Just read it. Just go. I mean, sorry, sorry. Let me just get his nickname. This is the last. It's the only one I'm going to check all day because I know he's got one. It's not Junkyard Dog, but it's uh, who was Junkyard Dog? He was a professional wrestler for the WWE. No, there was a Junkyard Dog uh, <laughs> nickname basketball player as well. You're thinking of Doink the Clown. No. <laughs> if if you were in the NBA and your nickname was Doink, would you be annoyed? I think it'd be fitting. I think I'd wear it. I'd be lucky to be Doink, wouldn't I? Um, okay. Don't answer that. I said I, I typed in Antonio. Davis nickname and it just says the brow because it thinks I'm saying talking oh, about oh no god anyway Antonio Davis this was his second uh, this is his third season in the league he hadn't put up great numbers yet but he was a member of that Pacers team yes um, with Reggie and Rick Smith so that is another big um, I remember him and Rick Smith's kind of interchanging uh, well, wait till you read this fun okay, fact okay you ready yeah oh, wow go oh, don't Starting in place of Rick Smits, who was sidelined with the flu. I was just talking about AK. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, that's look, always a, Davis had a team high tying. Yeah. Nine rebounds against Philadelphia on March 25th, 1995. What a crappy stat. Nine rebounds. Starting in place of the flu-ridden Rick Smits, he had a team tying. Whenever the card, whenever the info on the card is about a specific game, and it's not a game where they went bonkers and scored like 84 points, it's always, it's never a good sign. I did get his nickname for you. What he, is it? He and Dale Davis were referred to as the Davis Boys. Well, that's boring. <laughs> it is really boring. I thought we had a better one than that. Well, for some he reason. certainly was not the junkyard dog. Well, it's certainly not the brow either. That's a, a much better Davis. But Antonio Davis, a forward center. If that was your best card well, today, that would be one of the. That would be the all-time worst packs ever opened. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Way to go, Doink. Okay. Uh, you got yourself a rookie, and uh, we've had all the good ones. No, oh, Jerry, is it Jerry Sackhouse? No, it's Sean Respert. Uh, we, yeah, no, I, Jerry Sackhouse would be a good small. For, I'd be happy with Jerry Sackhouse. I don't know what I'm talking about Jerry Sackhouse. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've had him. We've had Sean Respert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had him. But I, th- I think we had him. Can I see the picture? Yeah, this is kind of interesting though. I didn't. I never noticed this on the the rookie cards. Maybe we've glossed over this. On the back, it has all of their college stats. It does. Yeah. So he was a Michigan State Spartan under Tom Izzo. Yep. He, uh, oh no, maybe we haven't had him. I don't think so. No, we haven't. Uh, how do you play five years at college? That's what I want to know. I feel like there's an eligibility issue. Although in, in, uh, maybe oh no. he was redshirt or injured or. He averaged zero minutes and got zero points. And yeah, the, the first one, I don't know why they include it. He probably redshirted. That's what I just said. Red yeah. lettered. What is it? It's redshirted. What does that mean? You put on a red shirt and you're not allowed to officially enter any games and you're allowed to do practices and focus on studies. Oh, you actually literally wear a red shirt? I think so, yeah. Like day-to-day around the college as oh, well? I should mention, I never played college basketball. This is just my <laughs> did, assumption did of what not? the rule is. Although you were, I, I heard you were a hot commodity at one point. Or the, uh... <laughs> for, the, for the who? I want to know who I... I didn't get the message. The who-handers. Yeah, the who. <laughs> um, Sean Risper. Yeah, no, didn't really blossom into a good NBA career did he he was he was highly regarded coming out of college though I remember him like that Jerry Stackhouse Joe Smith um, Damon Sotomayor this, this year of rookies and he was up there 
you know, he, he's a surprisingly great college player. Yeah, he was very good. Averaged 25 a game. But, yeah, NBA didn't really cut the Masters. Okay, well, who do I got next? You're not going to like it. Is it Dale Davis of the Davis Boys? It's not the other Davis boy. It's George Lynch. George movie, Lynch? Is that a movie director? That's David <laughs> Lynch. Know. Oh, yeah. Uh, George, George Lynch the... uh, went to North Carolina, UNC, but playing for the Lakers here. Boo! Yeah, uh, Lynch, the Lakers' first round selection of the 1993 NBA draft, 12th overall, overcame a mid-season injury, a fractured right foot, to contribute to the Lakers' playoff run. He contributed. <laughs> can't be angry with that. He's a contributor. Uh, yeah. He contributed slightly more than you or I did <laughs> during that playoff run, uh, scoring an at well, average 6.1 points a game. So, um, so he got a couple key buckets here and there, but... Yeah. It's, so he's definitely not. What position was he? Was he a center? He's a forward. Okay, so. Certainly not, not is what he you a small need. forward or a power forward? Well, he. Let's can't see. can't be greedy. He is 203 centimeters. That's pretty big, isn't it? Couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah. No, he's a small forward. He went to the. So right now he was at the Lakers, but I know he went to the Sixers team with Iverson and Dikimbi Matombo and was like a decent defensive player there. A but, decent um, defensive player. We've yeah. got all the lockdown defensive Well, right now, Antonio Davis is still the best player. Well, you've got yourself a Michigan Wolverine. You've got yourself a guy who uh, contributed to the Pistons, the Nets, and the Nuggets, Terry Mills. Oh, we had him last week. Yeah, we did. Uh, we didn't have no anything stats. to say about him then either. Um. No, but he is a forward, so you have some, some synergy there with something you need. Okay. So, Terry, see ya. Yeah, oh, it's not so looking... So, too deep already. It's not looking good, is it? I would sure like a good player now. Your player... Is? No, it's not good. Don't oh, get your hopes up. come on, come on. His son, I presume his son, is in the NBA, Gary Trent Jr. Okay, so I have Gary Dr- Trent? You have Gary Trent. Okay. Presumably Gary Trent Sr., <laughs> unless... Oh. Who knows? Widely known as the Shack of the Mac... Is that what it says? Trent terrorized. Does it mean Jim's... like McDonald's or? Yeah, he's, he's a fat. No, he uh, no, he he terrorized gyms in the Mid American Conference. Oh God! What yeah. team's playing the Mid American Conference? Well, it's like you know what? That'll be my little look up. Ohio. Of the well, he went to Ohio, uh, winning the league's Player of the Year award an unprecedented three times. The oh. Shack of the Mac. How could he not be amazing then? Here's the schools. We've got University of... This is cannot be Well, right. this must be his rookie card, even though he's not um, standing by a stepladder. He averaged... He's only got his one-year Ohio stats, where he averaged 22.9 points a game. And he was going up against, you know, big dogs like University of Akron, Bowling Green State University, Buffalo, Kent State, Miami University of Ohio... Ohio University, Ball State, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, University of Toledo, and Western Michigan University. Come on. That's weak, man. Western Michigan. Bob Donald. Coach there. Anyway. Uh, Western Michigan, didn't they have like Marcus Pfizer or something at one point? Or Western like- Michigan had at one point, I know, should we just do another podcast about 90s British basketball? Because I feel like we talk about it each week. But there was a guy called Bob Donald, and he was the coach for a long, long time at Western Michigan University. And his son, Bob Donald Jr., coached in the Budweiser League. Um, the With Leicester the, Riders, the Leicester and, Riders. And, uh, but he um, so a bunch of players from his dad's team came over after they finished Western Michigan and played in the BBL a guy called Rashard Johnson a guy called Jason Kimbrough they're all very good players Bob Donald Jr. actually became a little bit famous he went a little bit viral because he um, he had a really bad temper and after he coached in the BBL he went and coached the Chinese national team Uh-oh. and there's a video you can find it on uh, YouTube I think it's China versus 
Brazil. And do you remember there was a, a little bit of a period where the Chinese national team just got in brawls with team. They, they, they famously played Georgetown and got into a massive brawl. There was a huge fight against college kids. And then there was another one against Brazil. And you see Bob Donwell like going over to the scorer's table and like smashing it with his hand because one of his players got fouled hard and it starts a massive fight and then there's just, it's like just chairs flying everywhere, people kicking the shit out of it. It's like the Ron Artest, you know, it's that kind of scene. The it's malice like, in the palace? Exactly, but we're in China. The <sighs> shindig in Shanghai. Uh, it might have been in Brazil. The riot in Rio de Janeiro. Riot in Rio don't rhyme. Has <laughs> arrived. Yes. It's a... <laughs> anyway, Gary okay. Trent. I don't think you're picking him. Although Antonio Davis looking pretty good right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. And uh, by the way, I know Marcus Pfizer went to Iowa State. That's what I know. Oh, not Western Michigan. No, no, no. Okay. But uh, okay, you've got another rookie, and uh, he's got a really small tattoo on his bicep. That's cool. Corliss Williamson. Ooh. Corliss. Well, yeah, I know. I know him. During Williamson's 91-game college career, the Razorbacks compiled a record of 74-17. and 17. His 19 points per game career scoring average ranks him second among Arkansas's all-time leaders. And Arkansas had a great college program in the 90s. It was outstanding. Mm. That's very true. We talked about this in week like two or three. Mm. You're not too interested in Corliss. Nah, but he does have a stepladder. I like the rookie cars with a stepladder in them. And he's got, he's like dunking it with his elbow Can in the I ball, but the I bet picture? he's using the stepladder. I'm going to call BS on that. He ain't a professor of dunk. Corliss Williams, I recognize him. I do too. Do you, did he coach afterwards or did he, um, I think that's worth researching. You, you got it? You want to take a quick look? I got it. I recognize him. And I, obviously I recognize the name. Uh, I don't know much about his career, but I definitely recognize him. Do you know what his nickname him. is though? Is it related to his name? Nope. No, I don't. Big know. Nasty. Ooh, okay. That's a cool nickname. Yeah, that's one of the better ones. He received that in AAU when he was 13 years old. It's no Shaq of the Mac. No, no, Shaq of the McDonald's. Uh, so now he, he... Wow, you know what? Not bad. Listen to this. He was an NBA champion. <laughs> I, thought Six, Sha- I thought Shaq was Shaq of the Mac. <laughs> he's the Shaq of the Burger King. He's the Shaq okay, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, he's the NBA Sixth Man of the Year, an NCAA champion. I didn't know the Razorbacks won in 94. How about that? I told you they were good. Um, he was the Final Four Most Outstanding Player, two-time SEC Player of the Year. I feel like we should know more about Corliss. I feel bad. He won a gold with uh, the FIBA Under-21 team. So, And he has a coaching career. That's where we recognize. Where is he coaching? At Arkansas Baptist College. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and he also became the head coach of the University of Central Arkansas. Okay. So, Does he have anything in his personal life section? Any well, no, reason? But, uh, like, well, I, I mean, I any reason that, why we might recognize him? Well, like, he... Wait one second. It was cool, though, because Nolan Richardson... I told you they had the 48 minutes of hell. That was yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, cool yeah. thing. He yeah. was a disciple of his playing uh-huh. style. Um, he would also got hired as a Phoenix Sun assistant in 2018. So he's been bouncing around the NBA okay. assistant coaching as well. So, no, he has no... Okay. No mug shots, no Well, maybe just from his time, but violence, sixth, nothing. sixth man of the year, obviously, he, uh, he had a decent NBA career. Um, so maybe I just recognize him from there. But yeah, I don't know too much about Corliss, unfortunately. Oh, God, we're in number four. Give me at least a player I can talk about. I'm just going to get it out there straight away. It's a good player, but he's already on one of our teams. Damn it. Can't pick him. That is another rule. If a, well, we said that at the beginning, anyway. If a player's gone, so Chris Webber for the fifth time in a row? <laughs> no, no. The only the, the distinction goes to the big ticket. The big ticket and Chris Webber just want to get picked again and... Uh, yeah. Did they not know that they were not in season series one? Like, okay, guys, we get it. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris Webber um, was on that hated Kings team that I hated. I hated them. He's on 
well, I think more famously, he's on the Essex Jammers. That's, that's his proudest <laughs> Is that really accolade. more famous than those Kings, well, those Kings runs? I don't know. Um, well, I, I don't think he shies away from it. I think he, I think he's quite happy with it, to be honest with you. I, I, you know what, though? He was always strangely likable, which is why I hated him. Like, he was just... like, like <laughs> Great, Pete Logic. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice guy, fuck him. Oh, for Christ's sake, your next guy's Kevin Garnett. Can these guys just give me a fucking break? Who wants this shit? KG just checking in again. We told him last week, didn't we? Stop I, it. I don't understand. We get it. You know, when my house burned down, he had a 52-point game. I love him. Who cares? Okay, Chris Webber, Kevin Garnett. That's, okay. This is my last card right here. Chris Webber came up last week as well for you, didn't he? And you couldn't pick him. I think it was two weeks ago. I, I think. I think. Because I, I remember uh, being with yeah. Michael Finley and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, last card right, was Chris right. Webber. Well, the next card is a player we've had before. But haven't drafted. But wasn't drafted. However, you were close to drafting him. And he's a point guard. This could be perfect. Oh, it's the, the Mark Jackson. No. Oh. It's Mighty Mouse, Damon Stoudemire again. Okay, now we're good. All That's right. not bad. That's you know what? Bad. If I get a second chance at Mighty Mouse with two weeks to go, you got to be happy with you that. you got to be happy with that. Backing up Jason Kidd. Sure, and I feel like Kidd could teach him some of the things that yeah, he's I learned. Don't, see, I don't know if... I don't know if Gary Payton would be happy backing up anyone. If Gary he did, Payton will do what the GM says well, he'll do. And I don't, I would never... You know what? I might start Gary Payton over Jason Kidd. Okay. We have some disagreements, Jason Kidd and I, about his off-the-court issues. Okay. And I might put him on the, the bench. Okay. Has he been acting up again? Well, he's the Shaq of the Mac. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm much more of a walk-over. I like KG do whatever he wants. Well, I'll be honest. This guy... Yeah, I think he's come up every week, too. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, we're one but, pack down. And... Yeah, I know, but at least you're related to his son. Oh, is it Doc Rivers? Yeah, you got okay. Doc. Okay. We could, I mean, we've said his name so many times, he should probably be... It might be like, pick him up and like he might hear the episode yeah. and call in. Okay. Can I just ask it? So, this we're halfway through. Five cards each. Yeah. One, one pack down. Did I have any small forwards in there whatsoever? Let me take a look. I threw them behind the mic in like an impossible... Let me move my, my little... Because this is a worrying development if there's no, none. No, it's only halfway. Have heart. I say that with Damon well, Stoudemire. Well, you've got your point yeah. guard, backup point guard. Well, I have to choose between least. Peyton and Stoudemire. Do you like how I did that there? Nah, you've okay. got a guard, a forward. Who's the forward? Corliss Williamson. Okay. Terry Mills. Kevin Garnett. Well, Doc Terry, Rivers. Terry Mills. So you've got those Let two guys right Mill. now. Terry Mills was decent. I mean, he's not... <laughs> what, a, what an endorsement. No, no, well, yeah, but if we're comparing our current rosters and names that are synonymous with 90s basketball, iconic names, people everyone's going to know, I think of both of our teams, Dennis Scott is probably the least well-known, and he's... I'm, I'm not even talking about basketball, well, but just how well-known they are. Yeah. And he's still very well-known. You know, he's on TV at the moment, and even if he wasn't, people would still know him because of how fun that Orlando team was, and he's a big part of it. I don't feel like people know Terry Mills. Probably not. Regardless of how good he was or anything uh, and he w but 17.3 points a game in uh, the season before this so not bad but yeah I hope uh, something better comes up to be honest with you well I mean of course you know what uh, even though we're competitors yeah I always I always vote I always cheer for the, the show no you don't no I'd rather you get just that's fine Terry Mills alright to the PAX redo okay well choose carefully just to clarify we're not redoing anything uh, we did that we did that once UX. Like part two. Well, Isn't that how you say that? All, all, I call it redux. <laughs> oh, well, I've been studying my French with these French packs. Um, I'll even go with this other stack. Oh, man. Terry Mills. Who is the man that can jam over any man? Shaq. Okay, that's how it okay. worked out. That's what you got. I really want 
Oh man, if Scott, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's not gonna come to the beggars. I bought his fucking jersey as an eleven-year-old. It's the least he can do for me. So you can have him season two. It's the least he can do for me. Okay, who's Gosh, reading who? Am I reading yours? You're reading mine. It's up to you. You won the. No, no, we carry on. We carry on. Carry on. So you're reading mine. No, I'm not because you read mine first at the beginning, and I didn't open your pack. So I just read you Doc Rivers. Oh yeah. It is week eleven, <laughs> and okay. It's not good. <laughs> don't I don't even like putting you through the Why did you do that? You just did it. I was trying to figure you, out you you gasped like you just saw something amazing. I was just trying no, I was oh, just not I was just trying to figure out Who do we if, got? if I've ever heard of him. Oh my god. And the answer is almost certainly not. Oh god. <laughs> and I was processing it because he plays for the Kings, which <sighs> I just thought was funny. Um Well bloody hell, we've got some decent numbers though. Uh Lionel Simmons. Lionel Simmons. Yep, I'm nope. not familiar with him. Went to LaSalle University from ninety, from ninety, the nineteen ninety one season, ninety two. Uh, sorry, from three years, nineteen ninety one, ninety one, ninety two, ninety two, ninety three. He averaged over seventeen points a game. Wow, that's for, really good for three straight years. Lionel Simmons. Are we? I think this. That's more of a. Was it the G League that he mixing up? I don't the, even think they had a G League at that point. No, they didn't. They don't have anything about him. They don't have any. His stats speak for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Do you want to take a look? Your shirt has Robert Parrish on it. How dare you? <laughs> what are you wearing? A Boston Celtics? <laughs> I hate you. Um, wow. You know what? He scored over 1,000 points every year. He had 132 blocks. Again, season. I think this says more about us than him that we don't yeah, know him. So this sometimes happens. And by sometimes, it's usually weekly. We get kind of surprised, which is good. We're learning. Uh, before I read your card, it's to the fridge. I need to reload on some... Oh, Lionel Simmons got a great nickname though. What is it? L Train. Oh, L Train. I'll take that. Although it's not my, it is my card to choose, right? It is if you want him. He was an NBA All Rookie First Team, a National Collegiate Player of the Year. Why a th- don't we know these guys? He's a three-time Mac Player of the Year, so maybe this is the real Shack of the Mac. I'm getting all confused. He represented Team USA a couple of times. Okay, well I'm not taking. He played him. seven seasons for the Kings, scoring five thousand eight. 5,833 career points uh, until he prematurely retired in 1997 due to chronic injuries. Poor guy. Uh, he managed to earn more than $21 million playing. So not so poor. Yeah. Well, he's fine. <laughs> he doesn't need to take a paycheck from the Kansas blockers. I opened your pack, right? And it doesn't show me the player. It's an insert. But I really like what it says right there. Sonic's boom! Yes, that's a that's nice your, guile reference your from 95-96. Sonic's boom. Your actual player is Scotty Pippen. Well, it's not Scotty Pippen. Fuck you. No, but okay. You, you, I didn't even get to say it. Because you looked at me like it was Scotty Pippen for well, a Well, I'm shocked who it is. It's a good player. And so, like, it's a forward. It's Cedric Sabalos. No, it's Glenn Robinson. The big dog. Yeah. Well, thank God he's alive still because you told me he was dead. I, I did not. <laughs> you did. I did, but I didn't mean it. I meant Clifford Robinson. You were like, you were like oh, Glenn Robinson died. And now it's Clifford Robinson. Oh. The big dog. No, that's Glenn Robinson again. <laughs> the um, big dog led all NBA rookie scores in 94-95 with his 21.9 points per game average, placing 10th in the league overall. Oh, thank God. We've talked about him several times because in the first few We've seasons... We've talked about him several times. And it's just it. take Glenn Robinson, you scumbag. Look how, look, how, look how the character changes. Oh, when yeah, a yeah. decent player comes up. When I'm not longer... Yeah, I'm more than happy with that. I... Needed a small forward. There are, as we spoke about last week, there are not many to choose from. Is uh, is he small forward for sure? He is I think he, yeah, yeah, that's a small a, yeah, forward. Definitely. Um, we we I feel like we talked about him a lot at the beginning because he came up in like 
two different uh, inserts. Because I remember talk, telling you that I saw the Purdue All-Stars play in my local gym in, in Hertfordshire in England. And you were like, oh, the Will Purdue All-Stars? And then we've had this conversation like three times about that. But anyway, Glenn Robinson, the big dog. Really good stats, overshadowed, because there were two other players in his draft class who were fucking amazing, one of which is on your team. Yep. Um, Jason Kidd and Grant Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey. Wow, really happy with that. Really happy. Okay, we, we got, yeah, we're, you we're got, safe now. We're both pros. safe. Well, I'm not safe. totally satisfied with... with well, I'm not totally satisfied with... The I big mean, dog? He's all right. He's not. He's all right, not well, yeah. let's see. I hope I can get something a little more sexy in the draft. Uh, Sean Rispert, who we just, we talked, just talked about, about a minute ago. Did look sexy on that ladder. Yeah. Definitely not the card I want, though. No, probably not. It's, uh, it's another ladder rookie. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild guess here. You ready? Hmm. Sometimes players leave comments on our Instagram page, right? Well, once. Two, twice. 3D did it, and then another guy we put recently, he put four fire emojis, remember? Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't notice that? No. There's another, so, so 3D famously put three fire emojis. Mm. Some rookie, sh- like sh- sh- uh, the Cheryl Ford, I think. Cheryl Ford commented on our thing and gave us like four fire emojis. I do, so I do, when I upload the Instagram, I do randomly tag um, uh, these players and most of them have quite a bit of a following because they're NBA stars. Cheryl Ford was just like a picture of him like in his car and he only had like about yeah. a couple hundred followers. So, so I, but it was definitely him. I could recognize him. So I was like, awesome. I, I found Cheryl Ford. Like, well, he uh, found uh, us. And yeah. so, so I'm going to go on a wild prediction here. I'm yeah. going to guess that Cheryl Ford did not listen to the podcast, but he did see his image and was like, hey, man, a shout out. Fire, 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 fire. I hope he did because... Uh, sorry, I hope he didn't because uh, I don't think we were that... No, we were fine with him. I, I mean, he was fine, but you also threatened to throw his card in the cistern and replace it with other players. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna wager right now that when we post Sean Respert this week, mm. we're going to get some fire emojis. Well, if he's got an Instagram account, we might. Come on, Sean, don't let me down. All right, so that's what I think. I think we're going to get another, another player to like our pod. Okay. Whoa, baby. You've got yourself a little bit of a decision here. I, though he might be a power forward, ball don't lie. One of my most hated players of the time when he played, but then oh, I kind of liked him I later on. I know exactly who that is. Is it Rashid Wallace? Rashid Wallace. Ooh, okay. Ball don't lie. I think he's more a center, isn't he? It is. It says C slash F, which yeah, would lead me to power believe forward. power forward. I can't put him at small forward. You can't? No, nah, Or you won't? Not. I think we have to put them in place, play positions they've played in at least. And he's certainly never been a small forward. Man, Rashid's kind of cool i hated him so much back he's then. really good he's really cool too yeah but anyway the tar heels 94 95 leader in block shots with 63 wallace adds more intimidation around the dc defensive goal played in the bullets and a um, pretty awesome player on that pistons wasn't team. shy of a bit of controversy no and he was part of the mouse in the palace yeah he kind of it was ron artest rip hamilton rashid ben wallace Mm. That team was very good. It was mm. the, one of the first times I remember where a, a unit of players with no true superstar ascended to like well, they, win a championship. They won two championships, didn't yeah. they? And they, this is how good they were. They drafted the second, they had the second draft pick and they didn't even need him. Darko Milicic? Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Joe Dumars? Yeah. But, um, well, you got Sheed. Can I see him? Sure, is man. he a ladder rookie? Does he have a step Wow, he is a ladder rookie. Okay. Man, I bet you he regrets this. Yeah, bad <laughs> what photo. a doofus looking. That's all right. Doesn't look cool, man. He hasn't got the headband. He looks different without the headband. Yeah, and he had that cool like spot with like the gray yeah, hair. Yeah, he had the gray patch. Didn't yeah, he? that was cool. Wow, the bullets. I don't really remember him at the bullets. Nope. And they, yeah, actually, yeah, he's definitely more synonymous with uh, the Pistons, isn't he? 
He is, and I would like to be synonymous with Scottie Pippen right now or Gary Payton. How about our newest big fan? Four fire emojis. He's back. He's the guy you love to hate. Cheryl Ford. Cheryl Ford. Why did I even mention him? Why did I evoke his oh, name? Oh, man. You got... Oh, God. You got four ladder rookies in a row. <laughs> oh, God. Is... This no, is, sorry. Three. Three. Uh, this is so brutal. Cheryl Ford. Um, Chicago... Oh, yeah. Illinois Chicago University. 26.2 points a game. Ford, 1995 Midwestern Collegiate Conference Player of the Year. Hitting double figures in every game as a senior for the Flames... And had 20 or more points, the 23 flames. times. Who the hell are the Flames? It's a Cal- Calgary the, hockey the team. The Illinois-Chicago Flames. Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you what. I remember this guy because I think you mentioned him to me once. And mm. and he played for Syracuse. And you went to Jim Beheim's super camp where Jim Beheim was not present. Didn't Lawrence show up once. Moten. Yeah, we spoke about him. Uh, At some point. He was on the Grizzlies here, right? He was one of their uh, first, well done. first players. Um He's still the all-time high scorer at Syracuse, I think. Didn't really translate to the NBA, though. That's why we talked about him, because he said, I think Melo, and I said he only played one year. Yeah, well, Lawrence Moten passed Derek Coleman and Sherman Douglas as Syracuse University's all-time leading scorer. Yeah. Who else would be up there? Jerry McNamara, you remember him? Yeah, that, yeah. Point guard? Yeah. He scored a fair bit, and he was there there longer. I, I guarantee he's got more points than Carmelo. Uh, anyway, we're not talking. That's how bad this guy is. We're talking about other <laughs> oh, players. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. How about this? Uh, this uh, rem- uh, on the back of the card, he's wearing like some starter gear. Remember Starter, the com- clothing company? I uh, I bought a starter T-shirt not too long ago. Actually, they're, what? they're, making they're still it- around. This is what you often find in Japan. Did you know that like there's a few companies? Uh, North Face is one. Uh, Patagonia. No, not Patagonia, but North Face is one. Uh, I think Columbia is another one. Old Navy. Nope. Okay, what are, are we you, guessing? Are you just going to keep saying, yeah, <laughs> yeah, do you want to know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you keep, um, but basically, in Japan, they're all owned by a company called Goldwyn, who bought the rights to their names, and apparently they have to abide by certain standards. But that's why in Japan, you'll find North Face things and, and Columbia things that you won't find anywhere else in the world, because they're the they're basically Goldwyn, but they're a branch of Goldwyn that's been rebranded. The Columbia hmm. stuff and the North Face stuff in Japan are made in the exact same place. They're just a different logo on them. And apparently they still get some stuff from the Americans. That's part of having like the franchise, I guess it was. But Japan and Korea as well. In Korea, National Geographic is a band. Uh, <laughs> band. <laughs> that's amazing. I would love to see their show. It's, new, it's a new K-pop. Dude. It's got a bunch of... <laughs> bunch of cool, eclectic mix of Irish jigs and uh, yeah. drums. and. Um, no, the National Geographic is a brand. You can buy T-shirts and like an actual clothing brand. NBA is a clothing brand. You, you, you think, well, NBA has clothes already. It's completely different in Korea. In Korea, there's actually stores called MBA, and it's the MBA logo, and you can buy caps, you can buy bags, you can buy things you can only buy in Korea. So in Asia, you'll find that a company, rather than a, a big company coming out and trying to, you know, make their brand out here, they will just sell the rights to a bigger company. They have to abide by certain rules, and that was crazy to me the first time I, I, I found that out. And it's only talking to a guy who worked for Burton who told me about this, and that Burton are one of the few companies who refuse to do it, and apparently Patagonia one of the other ones who wow. refuse. So that's, the stuff that's the, what I was thinking. The stuff yeah. you buy in Patagonia in Japan is the same as you buy in the states. They're 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 all made um, like but starter i'm just shocked you found starter gear but starter is making a resurgence in japan i think I, i'm guessing a company bought them and bought the 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 rights and anyway. well my story yeah. before that is yeah. 
Look at this starter clothing that I assume you, is starter. You but used to have the starter. Uh, I had the Chiefs. I had I those had like, big puffy yeah, they're jackets huge. with the half zip. Yeah. And the, I had the Bulls one. I didn't like the half zips. I went full. Ooh, okay. But I, I hate the half zip, like hoodie kind of jacket things. Exotic. But look at this cool gear he's got. I like that. It's so 90s. You've got like the bulb. I don't even know if it's starter was my I was about to say, I don't think I said it's starter like. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's very uh, puffy. It's just awesome. It? Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, not bad, man. All right, come on. Peter needs a new guard. No, no you're not going to like it. I told you this. Oh, it's another guard. Okay. Three ladder rookies in a row. Um, it's Mario Bennett. <laughs> my God. It's Super Mario. That's Who? Chalmers. Oh, yeah. Um, Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. Set the Pac-10 single-season record for block shots with 191 in 94, 95. Hey, That's pretty damn good. You need a bit of extra uh, weight in the paint? No. The Denton, Texas native might give it to you. Whoa, cool. A swarthy Texan. I've never heard of him. Okay. Well, welcome to the other cards we'll never talk of again. Mr. Who? Gary Chalmers Mario? Mario? Super Mario. Okay. Clifford Rogier. Oh, I thought it was Robinson. I know, that would have been a nice little touching moment, but... Is he related to Terry Rogier? Who's Could current, be. Who's Scary Terry. That's a great nickname, too. In 94-95, Rogier provided Golden State, mm-hmm. which you didn't know. Uh, I know who the Golden State Warriors big are. big body in the paint, which you just alluded to. You said, like, some weight in the paint. Establishing an inside game and leading the Warriors in rebounds, collecting 200 offensive and 296 defensive boards. That is some serious... Collecting on the offensive glass. Hmm. What's his name? Clifford Rogier. And oh yeah, Clifford Rogier. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. He's taking a nice little fadeaway there. Yeah, yeah. Ian, I think this is my last card, isn't it? Yeah. This is. We got through these quick because they're all so bad. This is a really bad week. I mean, we say that every week now, but this is particularly bad. Um. Okay. It's not good. Okay. We spoke about him last week. All right. He had a mug shot. Oh damn. Jason Caffey, who changed uh, his name, I think, after his Bulls days. But, um, yeah, we spoke about him last week, didn't we? Yeah, he, I guess he won two championships. I remember this. That's the one. Yeah, Jason Caffey. Well, we can't end like this. It's I'm, I'm on my second beer. This has been such shit garbage crap. I can't believe it. You got Damon Stoudemire. It's not about that. I don't even want him. But, all right, <laughs> your last guy is a legitimately good player. Ooh. Who's uh, a made rarity. a career as an announcer these days. I think. Steve Smith? No, it's, um, I believe, Mr. Greg Anthony. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whose son, Cole Anthony, will be coming into the NBA next season. Oh, where does he play now? Very highly regarded. North Carolina. Oh, cool. Very highly regarded point guard. Um, yeah, should be should be good fun to watch. But yeah, uh, Greg Anthony, he, again, I, I picture him at two places. One at Vancouver. He was their point guard for a long time, which I presume this card is. And... Um, he was part of the running, gunning Larry Johnson UNLV Rebels. Exactly. Yeah, I knew you were going to get there. With yep. the plastic man, Stacey Augman. Oh, remember those good days? Yeah. Oh, man, I miss it. Why did you who, even mention who, that? Who did I pick instead of Augman? Because it was between him. Oh, it was between him, Nick Van Exel. Nick the Quick. And Dennis Scott. <laughs> Do you wish you took Augman back then? Was he a small forward? Uh, well, they both must have been anyway. It doesn't matter. No, I like Dennis Scott. Of those three, I'm, I'm glad it's Dennis well, Scott. Well, Anthony was selected by Vancouver with their first pick of the 1995 NBA expansion draft. Yeah. So cool. Good on, good on Greg Anthony. I've always liked Greg Anthony. He's cool. 
Hmm. I've got no ill will towards him. Yeah, no. And we're freaking done. We're done in about half. Do you want to open a third? Is this what this is going? To, I can tell this is what this is going to come to. Now we we have to ask ourselves some some big questions, don't we? We if we if we both agree on this hold and on, someone gets me... Scotty Pippin, oh, that's going to feel on. bad or good. My question is: is we usually we we we've, we've ripped through these very quickly because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know any of them. <laughs> we've always not that we keep getting the same rookies. No, it is that Mario Bennett. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, you're right. It is, it's either it's it's us getting the same cards. It's Cheryl Ford coming up for an eighth time in a row. It's Lionel Simmons. It's Sean Resper. I mean, we thought we had bad cards a few weeks ago when we redid it. And uh, this is well, no, no, I'm no. happy to open a third. If no, you are. it's 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 tough. We can't we cannot bend the knee to having bad players. Part of the charm is having bad again. Players. It's not bad players. It's having. A ten minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think it's difficult because we we both have players that are legitimately decent for our teams. We have Damon Stoudemire and Glenn Robinson. So we would and those are very respectable NBA players. How about okay? We open a third package. We cannot pick any. Play- we just talk about the players. That would be a lot more fun. We just see what we could have had. This is agony. the alternate. This is the Wayne's World ending where we go. Okay. And we decide this is what could have been. Okay. But we are locking in that we cannot. I'm not saying I'm choosing Damon Stoudemire, but I am saying. Well, I say we we make that choice now just to get it out there. Okay, that's a good go idea. Just for fun, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go over your ten forgettable players. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, this was rough. Okay, it's, anyway. Yeah. Actually, what was Greg could, Anthony's nickname? Could could you not just do a Marlon Brando impression for the last? No, no, I'm not. I for the last like thirty for last thirty minutes of the party. Because we didn't have enough beer yet, and like last time it was it was. You left. Could you? I haven't if, gone if, to the bathroom yet. If Ian. we run out of time, I'm sorry. Do, yeah, if we run out of time no, at the end. No, no. I mean, if we still yeah, could if we're still struggling to make up the hour. Could we have a if Dick Vitale was to meet Marlon Brando in a <laughs> in, 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 in an Italian restaurant? How might that go down? <laughs> oh man, that that might be one for the ages. Okay. Um, if we have extra time, sure. But before that, okay, I'm gonna tell you about some players that you may pick. You got Greg Anthony, Clifford Rozier, Lawrence Moten, Rashid Wallace, Glenn Robinson, Terry Mills. Corliss Williamson, Sean Respert, the big ticket Kevin Garnett, and Doc Rivers. You cannot choose Kevin Garnett again, but the see, rest are available. See, now now that you read them like that, there are some actually bloody good players in well, there. Well, we're, we're limited by our, our restrictions. That's the thing. Exactly. Doc Rivers yeah. was really good at Atlanta. Obviously, he's super famous now for, for being a great coach as well. But... Absolutely not a shabby player to pick. I don't need guards, unfortunately. Kevin Garnett is already a member of the team. Very happy to have him. Um, There's a couple more. Terry well, it, Mills was decent. It was uh, definitely R- Rasheed, my pack that was bad. Rasheed Wallace um, and Greg Anthony. Some really good players. But I have a glaring opening at the small forward position, which, I mean, Dennis Scott has done an admirable, admirable job. You're going to start Glenn Robinson over he, him? Uh, absolutely. Dennis Scott just turns up to practice each day. On his own, come on, shooting jump shots. Giving... He's got no one to play with, but now at least he's got a partner at a small four position. So joining the Essex Jammers will be Glenn, the big dog Robinson. All right, let me just so we can go over Glenn Robinson because I we didn't give him enough credit. I think earlier on, he's an NBA champion. We've spoken about him every single episode. I know, but we didn't go over his thing like we usually do. <laughs> okay, 
I've um, been in the past. I, th- I think we've dedicated more time we have, to we have. any other player in this game. He's an NBA champion. He's a two-time NBA All-Star, an NBA All-Rookie First Team, National College Player of the Year, consensus First Team All-American, consensus Second Team All-American, and the NCAA season score leader. He's a great player, scored 14,000 points, grabbed 4,000 boards, and had 2,000 assists. Welcome to the team. He scored 20 a game. It's funny because when, when, someone gets the, when, when someone's the first draft pick... And they don't win Rookie of the Year. Ooh. You think, oh, they didn't live up to expectations. He still averaged twenty points a game in his rookie season. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> but again, it's it's being drafted with Grant Hill and Jason Kidd, or Jason Hill and Grant Kidd, as I said once <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I only noticed when we were editing. Uh, okay, okay, who do I got? You to ready choose for your from? cards? Oh, okay. sure. In no particular order, <laughs> your choices are okay. Jason Caffey. Super Mario Bennett. Okay. Sherelle Ford. Uh, Sean Respert. Lionel Simmons. Uh, Antonio Davis. George Lynch. Gary Trent Sr. Chris Webber, but you can't have him. Or Damon Stoudemire, a.k.a. Mighty Mouse. I only know the last two players you mentioned. <laughs> I'm being serious. I, do you know Gary Trent because of his son? No, until you told me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is um, Gary Trent Jr. on the Pacers? Surely, surely you know Sherelle Ford by now. But yeah, I mean, okay. How could I have eight players who I've never even heard of? <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, like we said, Chris Webber is already on my team, so you can't pick him. So it- and you know what? I don't think I really need him either. Even if he was available, to be honest, I think Barkley and Kemp are fine. Obviously, Dame, a Damon Stoudemire, and we've said this before. I think the thing was when he came up, and you didn't pick him. And I, I, I think you did make a smart choice. I think you picked the right player in Michael Finley, but Damon Stoudemire. No, 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 that wasn't that wasn't the choice. Was it not? No, no. Yeah, it was. Michael Finley, Damon Stoudemire, or it was the choice. A third. There was a third one. I thought as well. Finley was last week. No, no, last week it was Matumba. Yeah, it was Finley. You're right, you're right, you're right. But I think, but when we at first read off the names, you immediately were happiest. I with was, David I was. And then you realise he has that, I he has that bit of flair about him that maybe not a lot of players from the nineties do. Maybe it was because of his size. Maybe it was because he was in the league for a long time. Maybe because maybe it was because he was part of this new franchise, the Raptors. Either way, he's an iconic player and certainly a name that everyone will recognize. So not a bad player at all. Well, he's not a bad player, but he had the Nick Anderson shock that we we suffered in Series 1, where I think anybody of our age or of our generation who followed 90s basketball absolutely knows who Damon Stoudemire is. However, when you look at like the stats, they're just not there. NBA Rookie of the Year was his highlight. That's it. That's his career highlight. He was a rookie all-first team, and he never... He never progressed past yeah. that. I mean, that's part of the... I mean, he was playing right in that generation of the best point guards, arguably, as a group to play, and he didn't wasn't going to make an all-star team with some of the talent around the league. So, yeah, yeah a respectable backup to Jason Kidd. Okay. If I can get 10 minutes of Damon Stoudemire... So you're taking Damon Stoudemire over... Over the other eight guys I couldn't remember right yeah. now? Yes, that's <laughs> who I'm taking. Okay. Now, uh, are these are these my guys? Yeah, I saw Sean Respert or something. Okay, I say, so we're going to open another pack each. Yeah, this is the just Wayne's five cards. World special. Just five cards each. Maybe. Who fucking knows? This <laughs> <laughs> is so bad. We have a ton of time. And you know what? Well, uh, the good thing is that when I ordered these cards, um, it was just... They sent far too many packs, so... Um, Did they send extras? No, no, no. It was, but literally, the only... It wasn't a sealed box. It was just... I think it's 35 packs, so um, yeah, we got plenty. I honestly can't really forgive Upper Deck. I'm glad that uh, we're almost done with these jerks. <laughs> All right, who's my first guy on the Wayne's World alternate ending? 
This isn't a player card, but I, I just looked at the first insert. Sorry, I thought it was a player card. I haven't seen this type of insert before. Sean Kemp's top 40 passes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Wasn't Sean Kemp still playing at this time? Did he? Sean Kemp's top 40 passers. And you'll be happy to know that Jason Kidd is one of those. <laughs> Wait, Sean Kemp's giving like a running dialogue yeah, while over. he's playing. Isn't that against all the rules of the NBA where it's like, uh, what is it, collusion? Where they're like trying to recruit players. He chose... Oh, he has like comments for them and everything. Holy shit. And the next one in your on your deck I just got is part of Sean Kemp's top 40 scorers, Larry Johnson. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's going on? Can I... All right, before we jump into the cards, because uh, this is fascinating to me. Uh, yeah. There's comments that Kemp gave. He gave three three-word blurbs about what he felt wait wait oh yeah he I've got him on here as well yeah yeah okay let's, let's so, so you're going to read off the top 40 passers in Sean Kemp's view yes I'm going to read off his top 40 scorers and we're going to read the name and the comment he yes. had for each of them okay. so I'm starting at number 10, 10 I'm not gonna, down to okay. one okay me too name and, and the comment uh, I don't know how they fit this on here they added an extra line to my first number 10 it's called hot shot debut I don't think you've got that Coming in oh, number... I do. I do have a one. You do have a... number. Uh, my number five is a hot shot debut. Okay, I've got a hot shot debut. Is it Jerry Stackhouse? Mine's number 10, Damon Stoudemire. Okay. And you know what his comment is? What? Makes it happen. Okay. Well, he clearly didn't. That's what, that's, 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 that's what we just discussed. <laughs> he was discussed. rookie of the year. So maybe he knew <laughs> he was going to well, make it happen. So... Year, did, is there a little asterisk that says this year only? <laughs> yeah, it says... It does. Hey, Dan Marley was best of the rest. Easy. Don't go... Oh, my best of the rest, the top one on the list, is Glenn Big Dog Robinson. So uh, Mine was Nick Van Exel. Okay, we're confusing okay. people, I think, so let's all go right, through. All right, number 10 for me was Damon Stoudemire, the hot shot debut. Okay. Best my passers. My number 10, Scotty Pippen, well-rounded clutch player. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I'd say that's... That's some pretty hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes okay, sits out on big possessions. <laughs> Who you got, number nine? Number nine, Anthony Hardaway, Penny. You know what he said? One for the ages. Hmm? Good call. Number nine, Larry Johnson, too strong. <laughs> <laughs> Just too strong? He didn't want to play against him, too strong. Number eight, Dana Barrett, Dana Barros, mm-hmm. uh, breakthrough year for Bostonian. Okay. Oh, that's right. Remember his card had the big celebration that he went to which, Boston. Which one? Yeah, two cards. The remember? second one. Okay. I like his first one better with the through the legs dunk. Uh, number eight, Grant Hill, smooth on the drive. True. Yeah. True. Uh, number seven, Tim Hardaway, has defenses at his whim. <laughs> your backup yeah uh number eight grant hill oh no i just said that one number seven carl malone number one finisher but number seven score <laughs> okay sean all right next for me is a mookie blaylock passing wizard okay david robinson a strong student of the game <laughs> he teaches the game what are you talking about sean <laughs> he's not a student number five jason kidd creative mini magic so he's on the front of the card, isn't he? Yeah. My, my number nine, Larry Johnson on the front of the card. Okay, uh, I got number five, a hotshot debut, Jerry Stackhouse, the young gun will go off. The young gun will go off. I like that. It That's actually pretty cool. He was decent, yeah. He's having a little trouble with the, the passing statistics. Number four, Gary Payton, generous with the dish. He put his teammate at number four? That's going to cause some controversy. Are you kidding me? He put his teammate... Did he put who's number one? Sean Kemp. I can't tell you. Oh yeah, Sean Kemp <laughs> feeds it to himself. Yeah. Um, wow. He put Gary Payton's number twenty on top scorers. Uh, number four, Mitch Richmond, solid and consistent. <laughs> Man, that's so boring. Well, I've got number three, Muggsy Bogues, a phenomenon in sneakers. That's okay. kind of neat. That's kind of neat. 
He is wearing sneakers, if mm-hmm. I recall. That's one thing I remember about Muggsy. Uh, number three, top 40 scorers, Michael Jordan. <laughs> glad, <laughs> glad he made an appearance. Um, all around, all everything. All around, all everything. Yeah. Gosh, that's great. We might have to put that as the name of the podcast. Here we go. All around, all everything. <laughs> or we can go with Kenny Anderson, 9.4 assists per game in 94-95. There you go. That's not really... That was his comment? I don't think he... He probably didn't have a comment. And they just gave the stats. That What they did was, they drove a truck with a lot of money to Sean Kemp's house. <laughs> and said, can we... And they unloaded it like okay. a Mack truck. Um, number two? Number two. Hakeem Olajuwon, great moves and touch. That's true. Yep. And number one, top 40 passes, according to uh, Sean Kemp. Is it, is it John Stockton? John Stockton. Hey, okay. But I like his comment. I think he was miffed that he has to say something and he couldn't choose Gary Payton. So he says, stats say number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what he said. He clearly didn't want him there. <laughs> no. he, he had to say that. You know, well, I guess the stats say number one. Number one here. Oh, God, it's a blocker. All right, a blocker, Shaq. Very decent down low. <laughs> I don't think Sean Kemp says very decent, great moves and touch. Too strong. Um, maybe he does. Was I don't it know. Shaq? It was Shaq, yeah. Shaq Diesel. But it's curious enough, it's got this year and last year's ranking. Did Sean Kemp give a rundown to anyone that would listen of his top 40? <laughs> we need to ask Sean Kemp. Anyway. But anyway, well, that was kind of a fun little... Um... They're the best two inserts we've ever had. Uh, okay, ready for your five that in an alternative Wayne's World universe, what could have come up? Wait, no. I need to figure... What are you doing? I'm looking... For, these are yours. What are you doing? Uh, I'm looking for the... Oh, they're still wrapped. Okay. I don't know how that... What have you done? Where have you put your cards? Uh, there's a... Um, it's that one. Is it? Okay, yeah, you're right. Maybe. All right, all right. All right, to the diddly-do, diddly-do. All right. Okay. No, this is my Sonic's boom. <laughs> We're going to need a is minute. These, is it these ones, then? I think that's the guys I asked you to choose from. What the fuck have you done with these cards? <laughs> I think it's this one, and I opened it just... No, because you just... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah you're right. Because I gave you the Sean Kemp Sops passer. That was one of my cards. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you had two Sean Kemp inserts? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had his top scorers. Maybe I'll get his rebounders. I hope you do, because they're the greatest rookie uh, insert cards you've ever had. All right, well, go ahead with my first pick. Your that first could pick. have been... I'll give you a hint. He, yeah. He wears sneakers. Muggsy Bugs. <laughs> yeah. He's the phenomenon in sneakers. He is indeed wearing sneakers. Ah, you know what? I'd, I'd kind of rather have Muggsy over over Damon. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think. The phenomenon in sneakers? Didn't he win a slam dunk contest? No. I don't think he can dunk. Um, he might, might be able to. He can dunk. No, Spud Webb, I think you're thinking of there. You know, they're both good. They're both very good backup point guards. Well, that's still well, cool. No, they're I, both very good side players. I, well, I mean, think... in our game, they'd be good backup point guards for Jason Kidd. But for my team, I like, like that scrappy kind of player, and Muggsy is like just an icon. Yeah, we talked about his documentary, didn't we? About his high school. We did, and we Dunbar. have a, a rookie here, Alan Henderson. Was he at the Hawks? Yeah, it's his rookie card. I you said threw right. The card away already. It's in the garbage. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. If that was his rookie card, it was. Uh, He's leaning on a ladder. I presume he was at the Hawks because that's where he was for like a decade. So he was there for a long time. He was part of that. Part of that. Can you rebuilding picture, can you decade? picture can you picture that Hawks uniform the dark like the the red and black and the hawk all the all the way oh, across yeah, it yeah, yeah. I did like that uniform with Matombo there yep. and uh, so that he was he was on that team for a long long time he went to a few other places afterwards I think but... I think uh, actually on the on the rookie card you can see the hawk spreading its wings on the white version oh yeah I thought well, you've you've retrieved it from the bin <laughs> I did yeah I picked it up I, I thought it was important to keep um, it for the who knows what yeah uh yeah a player not 
a remarkable career, but it was in the NBA for a long time, so not bad. Uh, ooh, yeah. James Robinson. Robinson played all 48 minutes against Phoenix. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> January 18th, 95. Hey, he played 48 minutes in a game once. That's impressive, I yeah. guess. Um, recording NBA career highs of 30 points, 11 assists, and 12 field goals. <laughs> that doesn't count for a triple-double. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nice oh, wow. try, upper deck. But... So you, I think like you're right. 48 minutes in a game. I mean, he played every minute, available, unless it was overtime. Um, but uh, I, have I ever finished a podcast where I didn't run to the bathroom? Would, um, no. So no, I've never done anything even remotely close. Was he in Sean Kemp's top 40 scores? I think he was in the best of the rest. <laughs> okay. I just didn't get to it. Uh, you have a player I've heard of, which is always a um, a good thing. You've got Mario Eli. Hey, okay. What do we know about Mario Eli? He was a Houston Rocket. He was on that Houston team along with Clyde Drexler and Hakeem Olajuwon. He was a big part of that team. Yep. Uh, so I'm guessing he has two championships to his name. Um, he's a big me. fan of Mario Eli outside. <laughs> yeah, it's Mario now. Yeah, <laughs> Honk, if you like Mario Eli. Uh, does the card have a little blurb about him, or has it just got his stats? It does not. It has his stats, but uh. he was a three-time NBA champion. He's who got else, three rings. Who else did he win a championship for? He won in 94, 95, and 99. So the 94 seasons, he was with the Houston Rockets. Yeah. 99, he jumped ship to the Greg Popovich I was about to say, Spurs. was it with the Spurs? Oh, yeah, he was on the Spurs. I remember now. And how about this? Your friends in the, uh, the UK, he was the Irish National Cup champion and an Irish League Player of the Year in 87. Okay, just to clarify, Ireland is not in the UK. And, it's not? And people are going to get extremely angry with you <laughs> making such I thought you guys were all friends. Oh, God. I thought, was it ever part of the United Kingdom? Um, no. Like in the 80s? Northern Ireland is. Oh, okay. Do you want me to teach you some British geography? <laughs> is, that, is that what the show's <laughs> right, wait, into? Uh, Great Britain? No, that's not right. Uh, well, the United Kingdom is Great Britain. <laughs> oh, what know. about Scotland? Are they like. part of anything? Uh, yes. Scotland, England, Wales, Northern Ireland are part of well, how the do UK. I, how are we do, what, if, what if the Irish League's in Northern Ireland? It's not. Ireland and Northern Ireland are two different countries. I know they are, but what if the Irish League... Is in it's not. Ireland. It's funnily enough, it's in Ireland. Be, it'd be the Northern <laughs> Irish League if it was in Northern Ireland. Well, we he might... played in the Irish League. Did he play for Neptune? They're a big team, and I know I've heard of them. But that's the only team I know. I think in the Irish League. Yeah, let's let's count on me to tell you what Irish League team <laughs> they played for, since I didn't know they were part of the thing. Uh, it doesn't tell me. I'm sorry to tell you. Mario Eli was his nickname Super Mario. You know that's a good question, but I want to see his pre NBA. Hold on, I found it. It's a. Uh... I know Marielli's nickname. He's the junkyard. Dog. Is it really? Yeah. He, okay. In 1986, Ellie started his professional career in Ireland with Kilester, where okay. he won Player of the Year honors. Where's he from? He's from Manhattan, New York. <laughs> part of the United Kingdom, I believe. <laughs> God, well, excuse me. Why do you guys even have such a stupid name for the Gosh, collection of go. tenuous friendships? Yeah, you're alienating a lot of people. Oh, okay. So I learned a lot about British history well, today. Well, just to spite you yeah. for your frankly insulting lack know. of knowledge from uh, in Europe it's not fair do you know what the upper deck gods have given you what three ladder rookie cars to finish that's off. not how fair. about that that's like over like at least eight or nine rookies I've had in 15 cards <laughs> and what an awful year for rookies this was but to be honest with you two of them I reckon you know great one of them won a dunk contest cool you ready yeah do you want all three of them sure Kurt Thomas Okay. Do you know Kurt Thomas? I do. Okay. He was a Nick, right? He, Yeah, he was. Well, Thank um, you. Here, he is with the Miami Heat. Brent Barry. Hey, Brent Barry. That's all right. The dunk contest. 
I didn't know he was a rookie here. Really? Yeah. Oregon, huh? Two years at Oregon State. His second year, averaged 21 points a game. I thought he'd been he in the league nine years already. No. Well, you're probably... Are you, are you getting confused with his dad? Rick, Rick Barry was a player a long, long time ago. <laughs> no, no. I know who they are. And his are. brother played as well. Cool. Who's my other guy? Uh, Ed O'Bannon. I think that's who you got next. Who was another uh, player yeah, who was... was uh, net... Uh, he uh, poured in 30 points and grabbed 17 rebounds in UCLA's 1995 NCAA final victory. But Ed O'Bannon, like, who was it? We just saw, Sean Risper was another rookie who was meant to be very good this year. So, wait. Of and my three, didn't really live up to it. Go over those three cards one more time. Who do I got? I got... Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Who was good. Okay, you've got Kurt Thomas, really? who was good. Ed O'Bannon. You've got Ed O'Bannon. Okay. Yeah. Who was not good. Who was not good. And Brent Barry. And I don't have that one. Who have I got? Um... My last card would have been a king, a forward, Michael Smith. We've had him. Uh, Former Providence Friar, Smith put forth a solid NBA season in 94-95. Animal was a pleasant surprise, logging significant minutes, 21.2. And performing consistently on the glass. Performing on the glass? Was he like doing break dancing? And... All right, well, there you go. Can you imagine if we just had those packs instead of the I, packs that had the Damon Stoudemire? Right now, and, all uh, I can see are these god-awful red light rookie card Photoshop disasters. They are—they do look like something, like an advertisement someone would place in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Uh, yeah, not in Ireland, for sure. Oh, man, um, what a brutal run. Well, I, I think we've been incredibly lucky to get Damon Stoudemire and... Good point. Who did I get? Oh, the big dog, the big dog. <laughs> should we take... A, every time you forget who you drafted... You forgot Reggie Miller for three weeks. I thought he was about to say, should we take a week off? <laughs> Absolutely, we should. <laughs> I think it's showing that um, oh, we're man. struggling. So wait, let me get this straight, though. The good news is, is going into the final week of the season, we both have hey. our wild card available. Some good GM work there. Yeah, it is. So we still can recover, and like if Muggsy, or I'm sorry, if Dana, Damon Sotomayor or Glenn Robinson isn't exactly who we wanted... We can still have one more chance to crack those final pieces of the puzzle. Yep, absolutely. Can I can I give out a little spoiler? Yeah, just give out anything. Just don't give me another rookie. So, um, as you know, Pete, we have already got the cards for season two. You've hidden them somewhere. Eh, you're not allowed to touch them. I'll check the sister. I don't trust you. But they only there's only twenty packs. Right. Which means there's no room for error. No. There's going to be no wild cards. No. no they come in. We have ten cards. We have. 10 positions to fill. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. So this was cool because this was like a, an, I like the wild card rule. I think it's perfect for like when we're going over all time grades because it gives yeah. us more chance. Um, and we've had, a, a, I think so far, a very successful run. But this was kind of our practice to make sure we can fit the GM hat on and identify weaknesses, try to find where we need. I think there should be a bigger punishment when you can't fill a spot. Like when I was a kid, when I was playing junior basketball, and this was really harsh when you think about it, when I was playing junior basketball in England, under like under 13s, under 14s, when you went to a game, there was a minimum amount of players you had to have. And I think it was more to, um, you know, trying... Force teams to get organised, and they were worried about teams cancelling. You know, you know, basketball in England, like I said, it's not a big deal as it is in the states. And I remember, um, if you played a national league, like under 13, under 14 game, for every player, I think the number was eight you needed to have. It might be nine. Every player less than that, the other team got a ten point advantage 10 point to handicap. start to start the game. Wow. Which seems insane, right? That's a lot to overcome. And I remember playing a team. This is embarrassing, but I remember playing a team. Um, the first team I played on when I was really first getting into basketball at 13, we, we, we weren't great. And we played against a really, really good team. 
they had the twin brothers the, the point guard and shoot guard who both went on to have like pro careers really really good um we played against them they only had five so it must have been nine, nine players because we i remember we started with a 40 point head start <laughs> and no. they beat us by two <laughs> <laughs> that's shameful so they beat us by 42 but um yeah. Okay, so before we, we we do have a little extra time, but uh, let's let's finish some of the the standard part of the episode. Okay. So, um, we've made our picks. Our, our our final rosters in essence are done. We only have wild cards available. So who do you think won the week? Glenn Robinson or Damon Stoudemire? Uh, Glenn Robinson. Yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a victory. But I, I think of it like this though, right? I honestly think if I look at it in Pete logic, I won the week. You say that every week. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really? Literally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is, what's your Pete logic? You, uh, okay. You needed a backup point guard. I did. Right? I needed a backup small forward. Yeah. I, needed, I needed a starting small forward. So, so I would see, put, this is why I feel like I won because it didn't matter who you got other than Scottie Pippen that I felt would be threatening Dan Marley and Michael Finley. I'm not too worried about Glenn Robinson and uh, 3D. I feel like I've already got that locked up as an advantage. And so I won the week. <laughs> I don't understand Pete logic. Well, that's and just I how think I, feel. I think that's a good thing I don't understand yeah, Pete it's, logic. It's probably best. But it would have been a much different story if I'd have got Damon Sardemeyer and you'd have got Glenn Robinson, wouldn't it? Mm. That would have been quite intriguing. We would have been Luckily we avoided catastrophe and even though we we opened an extra pack of cards, my god we were still snake bitten. It was a tough group of players, even with the third pack, to make conversation about. Yeah. I think it's fitting. I'm just looking through the insert cards from the third pack. And as we've mentioned before, there's an I love this team Mm. uh, card. And PJ's party. I'm guessing PJ Carlissimo is talking about. But it's talking about the Blazers. And the player they've chosen is Clifford Robinson. Ah, how So I think it's fitting that we uh, mention a couple of these things. Two things. Did you know the Blazers entertained their eight? 800th consecutive sellout crowd an NBA all, an all-time NBA record so that bit's not about Clifford but the bit about Clifford is Clifford averaged a team high 21.3 points per game and 5.6 rebounds per game he was the 13th best scorer in 94-95 in the league not on the not on the Blazers yeah I got it <laughs> and in true upper deck fashion the next card right behind him is another one of the exact same cards I'm so sick of these guys they uh, I will say season 2 is not upper deck so we have some different cards to look forward to. Maybe should we just call the show there, or should I throw out an impersonation to end it? What do you think? I I think you should do an impersonation. All right, we'll do I it. think you should end the show with Marlon and Dick Vitale wrapping up the weeks. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll try Activity. my best. Okay, okay. It was a wild week. Okay, okay, don't, no, Why don't. not? I was having fun. I was doing a good job. Why can't I shout? Look how high the thing got. Because my neighbors don't like it when you do that. Oh man. Dick Vitale, you have to shout though, don't you? That's well, only... he only yeah, shouted. That's what I'm saying. You Did know, you hear I mean... him go, it was a wild week. No, but could wild... you do it like that just in case? He... <laughs> he did. I, no, I'll, I'll do it 75%. Okay, yeah. let me, but I was doing like my gestures and everything. And you like stand from Monkey Island. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, it was a wild week on Magic on the Blacktop. So Marlon, who do you think's got it in the bag? I'm going to be honest. I've been looking at the Essex Chambers for a couple of weeks. I'm going to have to go with Ian in the United Kingdom. I can't believe you're going with the United Kingdom. It's a slam jam bam, baby. It's all in for the blockers, baby. They've got some real diaper dandies. They've got the Damon Stoudemire. 
I've never heard nobody named Damon Star Ma. I like to go with the truly proven players like my boy Vito and Luca Brasi. So I choose the Essex Jammers. I think it's a big mistake, but that's okay because we'll see you next week on the Magic on the Blacktop, Magic baby! On the blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop.